our collective energy of mindfulness will bring us together as an organism, flowing as a river, with no more separation. Let the whole Sangha breathe as one body, chant as one body, listen as one body, and transcend the boundaries of a delusive self, liberating from the superiority complex, the inferiority complex, and the equality complex. <coughs> Oh, my God. 
ทำให้กับอีกุตเตอร์ก็เจอไอ้ใจกุตเตอร์สบายสบายสบายปะสบายเรียกสาวมอร์นิ่งเดียสังเกตุวันนี้คือวันที่22ธันวาคม2513และเราอยู่ในสถานีของพระพุทธศาสนา Touching the earth after sitting meditation, <coughs> and we promise, we made promise to the Buddha that we shall enjoy the practice of walking meditation in our daily life. <coughs> Because. Um, Many of us are in a hurry, and uh, most of us do not enjoy the steps that we make. Every time we 
we focus our attention on uh, our breath and the step we make. We can uh, produce uh, a feeling of joy, a feeling of peace. And we can uh, get in touch with uh, the wonders of life. Our body is uh, a wonder. It is like uh, that flower. It is uh, a wonder of life. And there are so many wonders of life. around us and inside of us that we cannot be in touch with because we are always in a hurry. We are looking for something, maybe some happiness. So we walk uh, like uh, sleepwalkers. We do not enjoy walking. We do not enjoy our steps. When we come to Plum Village, we practice walking meditation with the Sangha. And if someone asks, what is the what is the use of walking meditation? You do it for what purpose? Why do you practice walking meditation? And you may offer several kinds of answers. But for me, the best answer is, because I like it. <laughs> because I like walking meditation. I enjoy every step. Every step makes me happy. There is no use of uh, doing walking meditation if you do not enjoy every step you make. It's a waste of time. The same thing is true with uh, sitting meditation. What is the use of uh, sitting? Hours and hours. (laughs) And the best answer is, because I like sitting. Because sitting can bring peace and joy. And if uh, you cannot produce uh, joy and peace in sitting meditation, well, sitting meditation is not is of no use. It doesn't help you, even if you sit ten hours a day. So you have to learn how to sit, that you can produce uh, peace and joy during the time of sitting. We have to learn how to walk so that we can enjoy every step. And that, uh, that concern with uh, the quality of uh, walking and sitting. And we know that mindfulness and concentration can 
can bring a lot of qualities into our steps, our breath, our sitting. This morning I will um, doing mindful movement with you. And if someone say, hey, what is the use of doing these kind of movements? The answer might be the same, because I like it. I do that not because I want to have better health. And I would like to tell you how I do it. Many of uh, the monks of my generation, they have died. They have passed away. And some of them are in wheelchairs. They cannot do it anymore. So I am doing that for them. And I feel that uh, when I breathe in and do like this, I see it's wonderful that you are, you are still able to, <laughs> to do this. And because of that awareness that I enjoy every movement. So doing that is not exactly for the sake of having better health, but because uh, you are still able to do it. You enjoy doing this. <laughs> you enjoy doing that. You are alive. You are still alive. So that is mindfulness. Mindfulness tells us that we are alive, uh, and our body is uh, strong enough, alive enough, for us to to do the movements, to walk, because walking on the planet Earth is a very wonderful thing to do. There are many scientists who spend uh, six months or more in a sky lab up there. And when they come back to the earth, they're so happy. They are happy because uh, they know (laughs) that uh, up there people cannot do that. So they do it for them going back to their home, the earth, and uh, making steps, and recognize the grass, the bushes, the plants, the flowers, the squirrel, the birds. It's a wonderful thing. (coughs) How long they can enjoy walking on, on Earth after having returned from the Skylab. I guess that uh, the first 10 days are wonderful, but they will be used to that kind of happiness. And uh, maybe a year after, they don't feel as happy as they, they did on the first uh, few months of going home to uh, 
Mother Earth. But we have mindfulness. Mindfulness uh, reminds us that to be alive and to be walking on Earth is a wonderful thing. So if these uh, scientists who have spent uh, a lot of time on the sky lab, if they want to continue to be happy, they need mindfulness. Every time they think of their life on the sky lab, they feel happy right away. And it's not so difficult. The same thing is for us. To enjoy walking meditation is not difficult at all. You don't do it because, uh, because everyone is doing that, so you should go on so. No. You do it because you like it. And uh, every one of us is capable to be mindful of his or her in-breath. Mindfulness of breathing. Every one of us can do it. You breathe in, and you are aware that you are breathing in. It's not difficult. It can be very pleasant. When you breathe in with mindfulness, you are aware that you have a body, and you are breathing in, nourishing your body. And you are also aware that you are alive. So mindfulness is enlightenment itself. In Buddhism speaks of enlightenment, but you don't need 10 years in order to get enlightened. You need a few seconds to get enlightenment. Enlightenment is always enlightenment on what? You are aware that you are alive. That is already enlightenment. You are aware that you have a body. That is already enlightenment. You are aware that your feet are strong enough for you to enjoy walking. That is also enlightenment. Enlightenment can come in series. And enlightenment can make you free. It can help you to produce uh, the energy of joy, happiness, and peace. Buddhism is not uh, exactly a religion, but a way of life, an art of living. Because mindfulness is at the heart of the practice of Buddhism. And you don't need to, to be a Buddhist in order to practice uh, mindfulness. When you brush your teeth, you can choose to do it in mindfulness. You are not thinking of other things. You just focus your attention on brushing your teeth. You have maybe two minutes or three in order to brush your teeth. And if you are a good practitioner, you can produce the energy of joy and happiness while brushing your teeth. 
there is mindfulness concentration. You are mindful of your teeth, of uh, your brushing. You are mindful, and you are concentrated on on that. You do not think of other things. You just focus on the fact that you are brushing your teeth. And brushing your teeth like that can bring happiness. And when you go to the toilet, defecating or urinating, that is also possible to enjoy the time. Mindfulness uh, can change everything and can help you um, to be there to enjoy whatever you are doing. We have, uh, many of us have spent our, our life, our time, searching for material comforts. And uh, affective uh, <coughs> comfort. And many of us uh, do have a lot of uh, comfort, but we are not happy. We have enough, uh, we may have enough money, we may have enough uh, material comfort. And we may have someone who loves us, who understands us, and yet we are not happy. Because in it, we don't have madness. And those of us who do not have um, a lot of money, but because uh, we practice mindfulness, that is why we cherish and treasure our time. In our time is uh, very precious. When you wake up in the morning, the first thing you do is to breathe and to be aware that you have uh, 24 brand new hours to live. That is the gift of life. Uh, after I was ordained as a novice monk, I had to memorize uh, many uh, short uh, verses to practice mindfulness. And the first uh, verse is, uh, Waking up this morning, I smile. I have 24 hours to live. And I vow uh, to live them deeply and learn to look at people around me with the eyes of compassion. There are four lines. And the first line for, is for your in-breath. The second line is for your out-breath. And the third line is for your in-breath again. And the fourth line is for your out-breath. And when you breathe, uh, you use uh, 
the verse in order to focus your attention on the meaning. You want to make, uh, you want to leave uh, the 24 hours that are given to you in such a way that peace, joy, happiness can be possible. You are not going to waste your 24 hours because the 24 hours are a gift of life. And you got every morning that kind of gift. So that is mindfulness. And uh, there are more than 50 uh, verses like that that a novice has to memorize in order to practice throughout the day. When he brush his uh, teeth, there is one verse. When he urinate, there is one to practice. When he put on his uh, his uh, his robe, uh, there is uh, a verse for him to do so. So the practice of mindfulness is to be aware of everything you do in your daily life, so that you can do it mindfully. And if mindfulness and concentration are there, and then insight will be there, and you can enjoy every moment of your daily life. And that is, uh, that is uh, the practice of mindfulness, to live more deeply every moment that is given you to live, so that you will not waste your time and waste your life. So the new year, the, the old year is going, is um, going to end in uh, eight days. <laughs> time, time goes by very quickly, and the end of the year, the ending of the year, may may remind us. To think about may, may help us to think about the way we live our life. 2013, how we have spent that year. Did you enjoy? Did we enjoy 2013? How, how did we spend our, our time? Maybe we have wasted many, many days in anger and fear, jealousy. We have not made the best of the time given us to live. And then we may ask ourselves what we have, uh, what we have done with our life. We have spent many years already, maybe 30, 40, 50 years already. What have we done with our life? So that is a question. Is it possible to live in such a way that we have more peace, 
more joy, more happiness, and uh, that help us to help other people to suffer less. And the answer is yes, if uh, you take up mindfulness and practice, and then you enjoy more uh, the time given to you to live, and with more joy and peace and happiness, you can certainly help other people to suffer less, to have more joy. <coughs> this year we had uh, the opportunity to go to Google uh, headquarters uh, to uh, offer the practice for Google employees. This is the second time. We spend a whole day practicing with uh, the people in Google. They are young people, intelligent people, very creative. And many of us, uh, monks and nuns, came to the Google Plex, Google Complex, and we spend the whole day doing uh, sitting meditation, walking meditation, eating in mindfulness, Dharma discussion, and so exactly like uh, a day of mindfulness in Plumbly. And we noticed that the people there, they practice. Uh, wholeheartedly. They did uh, walking meditation with all their heart. They did uh, sitting meditation. They did uh, eating meditation wholeheartedly because uh, they are suffering. They have been working very hard. And we know that uh, um, a company like that um, always want to to succeed, to be number one, and they have invested a lot of their energy uh, into uh, the company. But uh, they are suffering. They do not have the time to take care of their body, their feelings, their emotions, their families. And that is why uh, they feel that they need a spiritual practice in order to suffer less. And that is why they have uh, practice wholeheartedly when when we can. After 
เดินธรรมะทอกเวทพัชนสนาสัสไอเลตเอกวาคิงเมดิเตชัน all of them join and after 15 minutes of walking we sit down quietly not doing not saying anything so I was holding a cup of tea and enjoy my tea while all the other people were sitting and breathing at that time uh, there were other employees coming late and they saw something happen a lot of people sitting down and doing nothing just breathing and it's so quiet there's something entirely new in Google Time is no longer money. Time is peace. Time is life. And in the afternoon, we spend two hours speaking with um, with those who are responsible for the direction um, to take in the future. And we discuss about um, what you can do in order to feel better, to suffer less, and to help people suffer less. We know that uh, in our modern time, we work very hard. Everyone working very hard. And uh, we do not have the time to take care of our body, our feelings, our emotions. We do not have enough peace and happiness in us. And we do not know how, even if we have the time, we do not know how to handle our body, our feelings, our (coughs) emotions. There is uh, suffering inside. There is a conflict inside. And uh, there may be uh, some uh, loneliness inside. And you don't know how to sort out to take care. And most of us uh, do not want to go home to ourselves. Because we feel that if we, uh, we go home to ourselves, we will encounter the blocks of pain and suffering and loneliness inside. And we risk to be overwhelmed by 
other suffering inside. So the tendency is to run away from ourselves. And that is a, a characteristic of our civilization. People feel the need to run away from themselves. Because they don't want to be with themselves. Because they have the fear that if they go back to themselves, they'll be overwhelmed by the suffering, by the despair, by the anger, by the loneliness inside. We are running from ourselves, away from ourselves. So we do not have the time and the occasion to take care of ourselves. And if we do not, uh, we cannot take care of ourselves, how can we take care of the person, of the people we love? If you can, you, you are not able to take care of yourself, how can you take care of the person you love, your family? So not only we are running away from ourselves, but we are also running away from our families and friends. We let them down. And at the same time, we do not have the time to go back to nature, to Mother Earth. Mother Earth has uh, the capacity of nourishing and healing, but we we are running away from her, and we may cause um, damage to nature with our technology. So, uh, with new technologies, we create uh, the kind of uh, electronic devices, electronic gadgets, that help us to run away from, from ourselves, from our family. We spend a lot of time with our computers, with uh, other kind of electronic uh, devices. So technology is helping us to run away from ourselves from our family and from nature. And that is what's happening in our modern society. We get alienated from self, from family, and from nature. Many uh, corporations complex of guilt because they are exploring resources resources of the earth. They are not uh, they do not have the occasion to take care of the environment. So most of uh, most of uh, Corporation spend some money uh, for charity work in order to ease a little bit that kind of complex of guilt. It's like in Asia, uh, we go to the temple, we offer the Buddha something, we offer uh, some money for charity work in order not to feel too bad. 
but to to um, to spend some of the money you earn in order to do charity work is not enough because you continue to suffer and the people the employees in your corporation continue to suffer if you do not have the time to take care of yourself of your family and employees in your corporation also do not have the time to take care of themselves and their families because you want your work force to be strong in order to achieve what you want to achieve uh, you want to be number one in your area your domain so uh, mental health is decreasing in every corporation and stress and um, symptoms of uh, of uh, suffering mm, mental illness are increasing and that is why that is uh, what uh, many corporations uh, feel and they are eager to learn of uh, ways in order to deal with uh, that uh, problem of uh, stress and worries and so on Our Sangha has spent uh, time with uh, directors of uh, corporation. In California. And we had the time to sit down and think deeply. To see whether We should sacrifice our happiness, our well-being, for the sake of uh, the success of our corporation. You want to be number one, and you want to be happy at the same time. But if you want to be number one, you have to devote all your time in your in your work, sacrificing families and self. Because you want to be number one. To be number one, you have to sacrifice happiness. But what is the use to be number one without happiness? So we have to ask ourselves the question, what do we really want? Do we want uh, happiness or do we want uh, success to be number one? Of course, everyone say, I want happiness. (laughs) 
but I also want to be number one. <laughs> that is the dilemma. There are people who are victims of their success, <coughs> even if they, they have success. They are, can be victims of their success. But uh, no one is victim of his or her happiness. And it is possible that when you pursue the path of happiness, you can also succeed in your cooperation. Because uh, if you are happier, more peaceful, your work may be better. But you have to decide that this is number one. And if you have number the other, the other, the other success, this is the first success. And the first success may bring uh, the second kind of success. So in the thinking of corporate, in the corporate thinking, the bottom line is still, how can I be number one in my area? So many people want to practice mindfulness. And to practice mindfulness in order to become number one, not to become happy. So there is a question that uh, people worry about the fact that people are using mindfulness in order to do the things uh, that are not good. Many have uh, has put that question. Can you use the practice of mindfulness in order to make money? And in a, in a retreat for psychotherapists offered by Harvard University School of Medicine, Someone asked the question that there are people who, who teach mindfulness but do not practice mindfulness. Because so many want to learn mindfulness. So you, you learn mindfulness with your intellect. You know a lot of things about mindfulness. So you are teaching mindfulness So the people who want to learn mindfulness. But you yourself, you don't, do not practice mindfulness. So mindfulness leads to become something that is not mindfulness at all. Because mindfulness is a practice and not a theory. So my answer is, uh, don't worry. Because if you practice uh, true mindfulness, that will never cause any harm. Because uh, the practice of true mindfulness Samasati, Samasmurti. This is true, this is mindfulness. 
if it is a true mindfulness and you don't have to worry because true mindfulness always brings peace and joy and happiness and compassion. So if uh, mindfulness, uh, if the practice that does not bring about peace and joy and uh, compassion, it is not mindfulness. So the problem is that the practice, the mindfulness that, uh, that you offer should be true mindfulness, real mindfulness. And uh, the time when you begin to apply the practice of mindfulness, peace, joy, uh, compassion can be born right away. And it's funny to, uh, to hear that there are those who teach mindfulness but who do not practice mindfulness. How can they teach? You can only give a number of uh, ideas about mindfulness, and that does not help you, that does not help people. force them to, to think about uh, a kind of website to help people come and learn and practice mindfulness in order to release the tension in the body, release the tension in the feelings and emotions, learn how to take care of the painful feeling, painful emotions, learn uh, how to walk so that every step can bring relaxation and peace and joy, and how to speak, how to listen in order to restore communication. So uh, creating a website like that for people to come and learn the practice of mindfulness is something they can do and that can uh, profit their own employees first. And other people uh, can come to the website in order to learn to do the same thing. And then uh, they can uh, invent new kind of gadgets that can help us instead of running away from ourselves, going home to ourselves. Suppose uh, a new telephone, 
with uh, the practice of mindfulness in it. Suppose someone calls you and the telephone answers right away. Dear friend, I'm still breathing in and out with the sound of the telephone. I enjoy breathing in, uh, release the ten- uh, be- become aware of my body and release tension uh, in my body. Breathing in, I'm, I feel I'm alive. Breathing out, I smile to life. Please uh, practice with me and i answer you after. <laughs> that kind of things. And then when you walk uh, um, not mindfully, uh, there may be some uh, 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 senses that can recognize that and say, and invite the sound of bell, say, dear friend, enjoy walking, enjoy everything. <laughs> Don't run like that. Uh, in the afternoon at 3.30, maybe uh, uh, your telephone will remind you, have you practiced? <coughs> Have you <coughs> phoned home and practiced the second mantra? Darling, I know you are there and I'm so happy. So these things are possible. And we have discussed with them about this. We have planted the seeds of these kind of things in the mind of the people in Google. They are thinking about that. And one day you might see a telephone like that. Uh, electronic gadgets that can help us go home to ourselves and take care of ourselves and our family and nature instead of uh, 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 pulling us away from ourselves and so on. You don't have to throw away technology. Uh, You can make good use of technology in order to help people to go home and take care. Because uh, with uh, mindfulness, we can go home to ourselves without fear. Without the fear of being overwhelmed by, by the blocks of anger or suffering or loneliness inside. Uh, many of our monastic uh, brothers and sisters also went to visit uh, Facebook and have a very uh, and had a very fruitful discussion with them as uh, how we can work together, uh, work together in order to create uh, new opportunities to uh, help people to suffer less and to go home and take care of themselves. So from now to the end of the year, we may spend our time doing walking meditation, sitting meditation, and meditate on this. Suppose uh, you make a determination, a promise that uh, 
beginning with uh, the year 2014, uh, you will practice walking meditation always from your from the parking lot to the office where you work. Instead of trying to walk quickly in order to arrive, you are you arrange so that you can walk like in plumless and enjoy every step. Every step can help you release the tension in your body. Every step can help you to touch the wonders of life that are in you and around you. And that is always possible. I remember um, earlier this year we spent uh, we, we, uh, we had a um, retreat in Hong Kong for about 1,300 people. The YMCA camp could not uh, accept more uh, practitioners, so he only had 1,300 uh, residents. And I proposed to, on the last day of the retreat, I proposed to the people in the retreat that uh, from from their home to the to the railway station uh, for uh, for the bus station, they will all, they will walk, practice uh, walking meditation. In Hong Kong, people do not go to work with most of people do not use their car to go uh, working. Most of people uh, use uh, public transportation. They use the train or uh, the bus. So to make uh, to make it concrete the practice, I suggest that uh, every morning, um, walking from the home to the bus station uh, to the train station, uh, they arrange so that they can do walking meditation every day. And uh, this is what I said, dear friends. Uh, when when I was a young monk, I did not want to have disciples. I thought that it's good enough to teach the disciples of other teachers. <laughs> so I kept that idea for a long time. And even when I come to uh, Europe and America, and uh, with uh, the teaching, I still kept that idea. People were very joyful and happy during the retreat. And after the retreat, they can continue to be joyful and happy for a few months. And then, they abandoned their practice a few months after the retreat. And I noticed that. And that's partly because uh, there is no uh, 
long-lasting teacher-student uh, relationship. And uh, only after some time that I uh, recognized that, that is why I began to accept uh, uh, disciples, uh, monastic and lay people. I began to uh, transmit the five mindfulness trainings, the 14 mindfulness trainings for lay practitioners, and I also ordained monks and nuns. And uh, that way, uh, there is a connection between teacher and disciples. <coughs> and that help uh, to maintain the practice for a long time. I also told the people in Hong Kong, in that retreat, that uh, in the last, during the last two decades, I did not use telephone. I have not used a telephone. In fact, I do not have a telephone. But I do not feel disconnected with my friends and students. Not because you have uh, a telephone that you can get connected, no. I do not have a telephone, but I don't feel disconnected with my students and friends. So I told the people in Hong Kong that uh, if you want to, to be connected with me, your teacher, and then what you can do is that in the morning after breakfast, from your home to the bus station, you do walking meditation, because I always do that. And while doing walking meditation, you know that your teacher is doing the same thing in France. So just walking like that, you get uh, the connection with Thai, and you get the energy of Thai also at the same time. You are not alone. You are walking with your teacher and the Sangha. And how many people uh, want to do that? And everyone raised their hand. And that is uh, something concrete. You make a commitment. And you walk in such a way that every step can bring you joy, peace, happiness. And and you feel connected with the Sangha. At home, if you walk like that, you feel connected with uh, monks and nuns and lay practitioners in Plum Village. And you can get the energy of the Sangha in your daily life. As I have said in the beginning of this talk, mindfulness practice is not difficult. You can, you can practice mindful breathing, mindful walking, mindful sitting, mindful toothbrushing, and you can get the joy, the peace, the happiness. 
Of course, uh, when you are surrounded by other people who practice, you are reminded to practice. That is why we need a Sangha. For those of us who are not close to a uh, Sangha, we may begin to get in touch with the online Sangha. Many have come to Plum Village after having read Thay's books and visited uh, the website of Plum Village and learned the practice from that. And uh, it is possible to change our life with the practice of walking, breathing. And we can improve uh, the quality of our daily life just by the practice of mindful breathing, mindful walking, and so on. And if uh, we do it well enough, mindful breathing, mindful uh, walking. And then we'll be able to handle easily the painful feelings, the painful emotions in us. (coughs) Because the practice of uh, mindful breathing, mindful walking can create uh, feelings of joy, and peace and happiness, but can also help us to handle the painful feelings and the painful emotions in us. And then uh, we can go further, we can go further. We know that uh, with mindfulness, we can listen to the other person with compassion, because we have been able to listen to ourselves with compassion. We can listen to the other person with compassion also. And that helps us to suffer less and help the other person to suffer less. And we can use uh, the kind of speaking language that can restore communication called loving speech. And that is uh, the practice of the fourth mindfulness training, compassionate listening and loving speech. <coughs> when you have mastered the, the practice of mindful breathing and walking, you will be able to listen with compassion and to use uh, loving speech. And you can restore communication with the other person easily with that practice.
in the year 2006, I was invited uh, by UNESCO to, uh, to speak uh, during the time of uh, Vesak celebration in Paris. And I made uh, a proposal that UNESCO organized set up an institution to train uh, school teachers from many countries on this practice of mindfulness. And teachers coming from many countries can learn (coughs) the way to take care of the body, release tension in the body, practice mindful breathing, producing feelings of joy and peace and happiness, taking care of uh, painful feelings and painful emotions, learning how to use uh, loving speech and deep listening, because they are going to, to bring that kind of practice into their class, their school. And help uh, the young people to deal with the energy of violence within themselves. In the year 2006, we learned that uh, in France, uh, in schools in France, from from uh, from the lower level to the upper level. It's a lot of uh, violence. And they recorded 88,000 incidents of violence in one year in France. Violence between students and students, students and teachers. 88,000 violent uh, um, events. It may be worse now. Uh, seven years after. And we, from Plum Village, we can volunteer to come and train these uh, teachers coming from other countries. And we will be able to give, uh, to instruct them in a kind of language that is not uh, Buddhist. We can use uh, ordinary, ordinary language. The director of UNESCO at that time was Mr. Frederick Mayer from Spain. He liked the idea very much. And he recommended that we in Bangladesh produce materials on that kind of practice and teaching. So. I went home to Plum Village and asked uh, our Dharma teacher to sit down. And together we have produced uh, two sets of documents that can be used uh, for that purpose. And uh, one set was um, later published uh, as a book with the title Anger. 
Anger. Anger was published in America one week before the September 11th event. And the other set was published um, under the title uh, Creating Troopies. Creating Troopies. And the editors uh, asked us to bring to, to, to bring in a number of stories in order to illustrate the teaching so that readers can, can enjoy more the, the teaching. In the last uh, four or five years, uh, Dharma teachers in Plum Ridge have been uh, training school teachers in many countries, including uh, Bhutan, Thailand, uh, India, uh, America, England. We have uh, offered many retreats for school teachers, and we offer this kind of practice of Mr. Frederick Mayer resigned shortly after that, so he could not continue with UNESCO. So the other day I sat with Brother Fab Jung and other monastics and suggest that we connect, we reconnect with UNESCO again to continue with this project. Maybe uh, UNESCO can establish a, a center in Paris for this purpose. But while waiting for that, we can train them in English. Because we have been doing that already in many countries. So if you are dear friends, if you are school teachers, uh, and if you have not heard about this uh, uh, project, this uh, wake, wake up school, Please inquire about it. And we believe that uh, happy teachers can change the world. By helping to, uh, the young generation to practice uh, non-violence, uh, the practice is very concrete how to create feelings of joy and peace in the body and in the mind, how to handle a painful feeling and painful emotions, how to listen with compassion, how to speak with compassion, to reconnect and to restore communication. These are very important practices. So um, next year, the year of 2014, uh, uh, can, be, can be a year when we can uh, invest more time, more energy into this kind of practice in order to improve our quality of life, the quality of life in our family, 
in our company, in our uh, school, in our workplace. And if you are a doctor or a nurse, you may like to do something with your colleagues in order to transform uh, the hospital into uh, a place of practice where people can listen with uh, compassion, uh, speak with compassion. People know how to handle uh, painful feeling emotions. And the practice of doctors and nurses will help greatly and uh, the, the patients who come because that energy can be very healing. The same is true uh, in the atmosphere, in the setting of a school, of a company, uh, even in the city, council, and so on. While I was in India, uh, uh, talking with um, uh, giving a talk to, uh, to, uh, to uh, members of the parliament. Uh, we also suggest that uh, the practice of mindfulness should be taken up in the parliament so that everyone can listen to everyone else with compassion and transform the place into a a place where um, all ideas can be uh, offered. And that way we can make the kind of law that can help um, establish more peace and harmony in, in the country. I think uh, we can do walking meditation now because there's some sunshine. <laughs> <laughs>